Are you interested in meditation? The popularity of meditation in many forms is sweeping the globe, and we've got the man David Letterman calls Meditation Bob on today's show. Welcome to the AARP Washington State Podcast. I'm Bruce Carlson of the AARP Washington State Office in Seattle, and this is the AARP Washington State Podcast. Bob Roth is one of the most experienced and sought-after meditation teachers in the world. He's become well-known as the man who taught Oprah, Tom Hanks, Hugh Jackman, Ellen DeGeneres, Jerry Seinfeld, and many other celebrities how to meditate. Bob teaches the form of meditation popularized by the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi called Transcendental Meditation. Often associated with the Beatles in the 1960s, this style, also called TM, has made a huge resurgence in popular culture, as have other methods from India, Tibet, and elsewhere, as a powerful tool for well-being and better physical and emotional health. Over the past 40 years, Bob has taught Transcendental Meditation to thousands of people of all ages and all walks of life. He's authored an authoritative book on the subject called Transcendental Meditation, which has been translated into 20 languages, and he has a brand new book called Strength and Stillness, The Power of Transcendental Meditation, which we talk about in our interview. Bob currently serves as CEO of the David Lynch Foundation, founded with the well-known film director, which is a charity that has brought meditation to over 500,000 kids in inner-city schools in 35 countries, to veterans and their families who suffer from post-traumatic stress, and to women and children who are survivors of domestic violence. Bob also directs the Center for Leadership Performance, another nonprofit which is bringing meditation to Fortune 100 companies, government organizations, and nonprofit charities. Bob came to Seattle, along with film director David Lynch, to promote the work of the David Lynch Foundation. I sat down with Bob to talk about TM, what it is, how it works, and the benefits of regular practice. I also couldn't help asking about the Beatles, and it turns out much of what I thought about the Beatles concerning meditation and the Maharishi is wrong. So here's my interview with meditation master Bob Roth. Could I just ask you to start off with, what is meditation to you and what is transcendental meditation in particular? Well, the word meditation means thinking, thoughts, thinking. So there's different types of thinking. You know, you can have different types of meditations. There's walking meditations, there's um, breathing meditations, there's mindfulness meditations where you're sort of aware of your thoughts. Transcendental meditation is a very simple, natural, <clears throat> effortless technique that anyone can learn from a grandchild 10 years old all the way up to people in their hundreds. You know, 110 was the oldest person I ever taught. That just allows <clears throat> the active, excited, agitated, noisy, busy mind to just begin to sort of settle down and sink it, just settle down to quieter, calmer levels of the mind, naturally, effortlessly, without any forcing. And when that happens, and this is why there's so much interest in Transcendental Meditation, or TM as it's called, the body gains a state of rest and relaxation deeper than the deepest part of deep sleep. And that deep rest does something that all of us over the age of 45 really love, and that is, is it, allows, it allows deeply rooted stress, tension, anxiety, fatigue to be dissolved in a profound way, research shows, wakes up the brain and gives us much more energy to do all the things we want to do in life. It's not a religion, right off the bat. It is not a religion. It is not a philosophy. There's no change in lifestyle. You can be a skeptic. 
you can think meditation is just bunk. It doesn't make any, it's like, it doesn't make any difference. Like, I don't believe in gravity. Well, we're both sitting here. Right, right. And what, what, one of the things that people wonder is, does it involve taking on Hindu beliefs or oh, gosh, some kind no. of spiritual No, no, kind of thing? no, no, no. This technique is taught in, on businesses. It's recommended by the American Heart Association, research done by the American Medical Association. More people learn Transcendental Meditation or TM today as a prescription or recommendation from their cardiologist or physiologist or family physician than anything else. Because we're living in an epidemic of stress. We're feeling that stress seep into our life where we're anxious a lot and it's not going away and we can't really get rid of it by alcohol or coffee or whatever. And this is a non-medicinal, very safe approach that anyone can do a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes in the afternoon or evening that gets rid of stress better than any medicine they've ever discovered. And it's not anything to believe in. One of the things and I'm that, a skeptical person. Okay, the funny well, thing is, is like people when people think of what a meditation teacher would be like, I'm not that guy because I'm not into woo-woo. I'm not into new age. I'm a regular guy. I'm skeptic about stuff. I love science. I love practicality. And so this meditation is all of that. Well, I have to say that you, you are not wearing long flowing robes. <laughs> yeah, no. You don't have, you know, a massive mop of gray hair or something. Nope, just a sports coat. Um, but in terms of kind of, kind of the stresses that the, the people in our age group are going through, you know, whether it's retiring from work and facing a transition or like if you're a little younger, you might be facing an empty nest of your children moving out or you might be, if you're older, facing health issues. What can Transcendental Meditation do for you in that situation? When we are in transition, it means that there's nothing really stable for us to hold on to outside. So it's not that I have a steady job anymore, or it's not that I'm a mom or a dad who's my mom, you know, picking up the kids at school and going to this and doing that and, and all the, and going out with my part, my husband or wife. Everything is an upheaval or uncertain, empty nest, changing jobs, some health issue. Now, where do we find stability? Where do we find strength? Where do we find that sort of resilience? Well, it turns out deep inside, every one of us is a level of the mind that is already stable. I'll give you an example of what I mean. I like to use the example of you're on a, a little boat. I'm going to give you an analogy here. Okay. You're on a little boat and you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean because mm -hmm. we're out here in Seattle. And all of a sudden you get these giant waves. And you could think, oh my gosh, the whole 30, 40 foot high waves, the whole ocean is in upheaval. But if you could do a cross section, Bruce, out there, you'd realize you got the 30 foot waves on the surface, but the ocean is over a mile deep. And while the surface of the ocean is turbulent, the depth of the ocean is steady, silent, still. And our mind is the same way. Surface of our mind and our life is active, turbulent. Gotta, 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 all the sort of uncertainties of life. And every one of us wants to have some inner calm. Some, the word is inner, inner calm, inner stability, inner strength. And the question is, is there such a thing as an inner? And if so, how do we get there? So in transcendental meditation, the key word here, we hypothesize. You don't have to believe in anything. That deep within you and me and everyone else, there's a level of the mind that is always, deep within, that's always calm, beneath the waves of anxiety and stress and tension, calm and steady and stable. And we access that during meditation. And that means, to now answer your question, that I go through my life of all the outer uncertainties anchored to something unchanging. 
my own deep inner self. And that just allows me to handle illnesses of myself or loved ones, transition. There's enough stress in life as a parent. It's more stressful when we're not sure what we are anymore. Right, right. Am I a parent? Am I a grandparent? Am I, my kids need me? They don't need me. Do I have a job? Do I not have a job? Who am I anymore? Right, and isn't one of the one of the goals of transcendental meditation is to go below the surface? Yes, and that's what happens. So when you learn transcendental meditation, you're given a, a simple word or a sound. Just use silently. It's called a mantra, but just a word or a sound, one or two syllables, and you're taught how to use it. You close your eyes, and you just you're taught how to think it easily, effortlessly, and. As, as a catalyst and what happens is it allows your excited mind to just begin to calm down and when the mind calms down your body gets deep rest and I want to make the point here that the benefits of TM again, 350 studies published in peer-reviewed medical journals as I said earlier the American Heart Association the American Medical Association top journals showing the amazing health benefits for high blood pressure, mm -hmm. for cholesterol, for cortisol, for risk of heart disease. Nothing is as effective as transcendental meditation. And there's no hazardous side effects like you can get with drugs. Well, and I think one of the issues, too, that I hear about a lot is sleep. It's just, it's just a fact of life that people have a harder time sleeping when they get older. But you've, you've also found it has an effect in there's that realm. A, yes, because what happens is all day long we're going through life and we're like sponges. We absorb everybody else's anxiety. Every, you know, we have enough of our own, but our children and our parents, and we're just absorbing, absorbing. It's like just filling up. And then we get into bed at night. We say, okay, now sleep, take me. I, I need to sleep. But our body's vibrating with tension. So yeah. we don't fall asleep. Or if we fall asleep for an hour or two, then we wake up and we can't sleep after that. And the beautiful thing about Transcendental Meditation is by giving it, just think of it as a way to take deep rest. TM, just think of it as here's a technique that gives the body state of rest deeper than sleep at will, much easier than falling asleep. And in that deep rest, we get rid of the stress of the day so that when we do go to sleep at night, the body is ready for sleep rather than just tight as a rock or just vibrating with tension. So it helps sleep a lot. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about, and I was a little embarrassed until I saw it was on the front flap of your book, is the number of well-known people that you have taught, or the number of people who have, who have adopted Transcendental Meditation. But you personally have taught a lot of people who have single names, like Oprah and Ellen, but, but also like Jerry Seinfeld or Hugh Jackman, or people in the financial world, or people in the sports world. Um, what is it, do you think, that makes Transcendental Meditation so appealing to those kinds of people and why, why has it become so popular in, in that world? It's actually popular everywhere. I've taught maybe 50 celebrities and many thousands of grandparents and moms and you know kids and, but no one, <coughs> no one knows about them. <coughs> um, I think it's popular on, on that in those people like it is because Jerry Seinfeld is a dad. Mm -hmm. And he worries about his kids. Sure. And he's got a wife and he's got to deal with, you know, a married life. And Hugh Jackman, the same thing. So every one of us, we want to be better at what we do. We want to not get 
overwhelmed. We want to be more creative, more focused, have more energy to get the things done we want to get done. We have all these dreams for ourselves, but sometimes we don't have the energy to do it. It's not even a question of the time. We don't have that energy to go do it. And if we're in retirement, sometimes we can feel depressed and not be able to do it, get up and do things. So they have that, but they also have worries, anxiety. Just because you're famous doesn't mean you're immune to mm -hmm. feeling like you, know, you can't get rid of this suffocating sense of anxiety. And fine, you can buy more medicine, but that doesn't get rid of it. So they love Transcendental Meditation because it's easy, you can learn it quickly, it takes an hour a day over four days. They love that there's no philosophy, there's no shtick, there's mm -hmm. no things you have, there's no new, new age thing. It's like, there's no philosophy around um, doing sit-ups. <laughs> there's no philosophy around sit-ups. You do sit-ups. True, and, and it, it just works. And it works. There's yeah. no philosophy around TM. It just works. So they like it for the same reason the rest of us like it. Now in the realm of celebrities, I have to confess that I'm a huge Beatles fan. And TM kind of first came to the attention of the West in a large way through the Beatles and the Maharishi. Yes. Um, and I was of the impression that the Beatles kind of turned away from the Maharishi and turned away from TM. And it turns out that that's, that is not true. And, I, and there's a whole story behind that, which I, I was misinformed. So, so could you well, tell me, know, as someone who knew the Maharishi yeah. and, 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 the and worked with them, yeah, and, 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 I know knows, the Beatles, yeah. and knows the surviving Beatles now, what is the not story with the Maharishi, the Beatles, and TM? Not surprising that everything we read in the newspapers isn't <laughs> no. always true. Well, not always. <laughs> yes, not always true. Actually, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the thing is, back in 1967, the Beatles learned Transcendental Meditation from Maharishi, all four of them, in Wales at a, mm -hmm. at a course. Then in February, right now, February 1968, 50 years ago, they went to India from anywhere from a week to a month to do to study with Maharishi. During that time, when they were there, a rumor went around about Maharishi um, not behaving properly. Mm -hmm. So John Lennon, who was a little bit on edge anyway, right. um, sort of believed it without check. None of the other Beatles believed it. Mm -hmm. Paul, Ringo, and George didn't believe it, but John sort of got all riled up and he got excited and he left. And right. he said some things that weren't so nice. about. Six months after he left, he called Maharishi, and I happen to know this, and apologized mm -hmm. and continued meditating for the rest of his life along with Yoko. And I taught his son, Sean, to meditate. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Paul McCartney, I taught his kids to meditate. Mm -hmm. And um, George Harrison, they, so they all meditated. It was just a big misunderstanding. Nothing ever happened. And now, fortunately, it's getting out and Paul and Ringo do all sorts of concerts for the David Lynch Foundation. They're big supporters and, and Stella McCartney is now big supporter. So it was just a big brouhaha that nothing ever happened. And it just took 50 years to clear it up. Well, you know, actually that was one of the things that I kind of found, you know, compelling is that Paul and Ringo are still yeah. doing it because I thought they weren't. I no, thought, I meditate I with them had, both. I yeah. meditate to this day. And, I and like I saw an article that the dot you were referring to of um, Paul McCartney's daughter having, you know, turned away from it as, you know, young, young people do and turning back to it when her mom, Linda McCartney, died. And so, so anyway, I, th I thought that was interesting because I, I had totally, I guess, the wrong impression. Yeah. So, you know, if someone so tells you somebody, a person you know did something bad, it makes you 
and then you and you get upset and then when you find out nothing ever happened you go oh Okay, fine. Yeah. But the world didn't know that nothing happened, even though the Beatles knew that nothing happened. Well, you know, I think it's interesting, too, kind of on the same subject, is that Paul and Ringo, who are still alive, um, have been meditating for a very long You have been meditating for a very long time, like 45, 50 49 years. years, 49 years. Um, David Lynch, who, yeah. who, 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 who we've talked about, he's been meditating. Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld 45 years. Jerry Seinfeld's been meditating for, yeah. for a long time. So it's not a flash in the pan. It's not something that these people have tried and given up. And, you know, it's, it's you something that they've stuck with. You find some of the, the people with the most enduring legacy in, in uh, Hugh Jackman even, 30 years. I mean, he'd meditated oh, okay. and then I taught him, a, I refreshed his practice. What Paul said and also Katy Perry, who I taught seven years ago, she said, it's very difficult to get to the top and meditation, TM helps you get to the top because it gives you creativity and resilience. But even more important, and you know in your own profession, it's much harder to stay at the top. Right. That's where it really is difficult. And so what you're seeing is Jerry Seinfeld, Paul McCartney, um, Howard Stern, all sorts of different right. types, Ray Dalio. They use it and it keeps them at the top. And yeah. so going back to the audience, it's, it, just, it just is a simple tool we add into our daily life. It's nothing, you brush your teeth every day. People say to me, Bob, you've been meditating for 49 years. I said, I've been brushing my teeth for longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of my life. Yeah. It's just part of life. Yeah. And what is part of life? Take a few minutes twice a day to reconnect, to settle down, to let your body heal itself, to re like like plugging in the charger on your phone, reboot, and then go about your day. Nothing flashy, nothing fancy. So like what if somebody really does want to learn transcendental meditation? What would they do? What would be the first step for them? I think well, they want to find out more. They can find out more by reading my book, Strength and Stillness. They can find out more and they can go to tm.org. There's a website that has a lot of information on there. And then they go to an introductory talk, which, or they can do it online, which really answers all the questions. And if they decide they want to learn, the technique is taught in, this is so important, in personal instruction. When you learn TM, you have your own teacher. It's not like you're going to do some mass thing on, online or some app or something like that that's very impersonal. So when you learn it, you have a teacher who works just with you to be sure you've got it right and answer all of your questions. So it's taught over four consecutive days, hour to an hour and a half each day, the first day one-to-one, -one, and then the next three days, small group and individual instruction. And once you have that, you have a support for the rest of your life. There's no dues, there's no, nothing like that. So it's just, it's a simple, I, as I said earlier, I teach 10-year-old kids. Families come in from grandparents to grandchildren. We'd like to learn this together. We'd like to have this because it's wonderful in families when you can share outings together, go out to dinner. Well, what about sharing that quiet and calm together? It's very powerful. And so there's not going to be an app or like an online course or anything like that. There's all like that, that stuff. And those are just, the, the problem with those apps is there's no research to show that they actually work. Mm -hmm. They're jumping on a bandwagon. Transcendental meditation is an ancient and legitimate form of meditation, scientifically validated. These other ones are watered down. They're good entry level, gateway sorts of things, but not, not the profundity. And I would just say that we face serious issues. Stress is a serious issue. Anxiety is a serious issue. Insomnia is a serious issue. 
all these things. Take the, the, the concern seriously and take your antidote seriously. And don't just dabble in meditations. Find something, whether it's TM or whatever, where you have a legitimate teacher, there's data to show that it works, and then adopt it in your life. Because if you had a physical ailment, if you, if you had emphysema, you wouldn't just try something online. Mm -hmm. You'd want to have a doctor diagnose it. You want to have a doctor prescribe it. And I say the same with meditation. And that is one of the things about TM is that it is a commitment, both in terms of time and also one of the things that people do say about TM is that there is a cost involved. Yes, yes. Um, what would you say to people about the time commitment and, 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 and also the cost? Those two things. Those two things are, one, time commitment. I was giving a talk, because it's done 20, 15 to 20 minutes twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. And I was giving a talk to a, a man, businessman, and his 14-year-old uh, son. And I think they'd been sent in by the mother, who was a meditator. Mm -hmm. She was worried about her husband. So the man was saying, you know, I love this. It's so great. I just don't think I have the time. Where am I going to find the time? even though I'd explained, you get up 15 minutes earlier in the morning because it's better than sleep, it's deeper than sleep. But you say, I don't have the time. And his son said, Dad, must have been a smart kid, there's 1,440 minutes in a day. You don't have 30 or 40 minutes, 20 minutes twice a day, to take care of yourself? And then he said something that I sure his mother fed him, said, you don't have time for self-care? So it sounded like a mom thing. Yeah. So we have to... The way I look at it is, this is an intervention. We are, not on a, we are not on a sustainable trajectory. The world is not getting any less stressful. So we need to do something. And the intervention is, I decide I'm worth 15 to 20 minutes twice a day to take care of myself so I sleep better, I'm less anxious. And who benefits? My family and friends. Course fee, David Lynch Foundation is a nonprofit educational organization. And just like any other educational organization, there's a tuition, there's a, a course fee. And in Transcendental Meditation, it's according to a person's ability to pay. It's according to income. So if a person is wealthy, they can pay more. It can go as high as $960 for a lifetime course. If they have less money, it goes down to $360 and it can be paid over time. But people should know when they give a course fee, they're helping a veteran learn to meditate for free. So we take part of that money and give it to our veterans so they can learn to meditate for free. What does meditating look like? What are you doing when you meditate? What would someone see if they saw you meditate? They would just like nothing. As you know, you're just sitting comfortably in a chair. You're not sitting in a weird posture. You're sitting comfortably in a chair with your eyes closed. You can do it sitting up in bed, you can sit in a chair at home, you can do it in a train, you can do it in a car if someone else is driving. I do it on airplanes. Mm -hmm. No one knows. You're just sitting with your eyes closed comfortably. Um, inside, you're thinking a mantra that your teacher gives you, a simple vehicle, a sound, a catalyst, very easily done. And you do it for 15-20 minutes in the morning, 15-20 minutes in the afternoon or evening and it has a profound uh, change. I'll tell you a funny story, because there's still misunderstandings about what meditation is. So here's name dropping. Jerry Seinfeld, who's a personal friend, told me that Tom Hanks wanted to learn to meditate. Mm -hmm. So I, happened, I was in the neighborhood and I went over to talk to him about it. Right, he's also someone. Yeah, and so I'm dressed just like this, as I am, sport coat, jeans, and uh, he was surprised. He said, I said, why are you surprised? He said, 
I thought you were you're a meditation teacher. I thought you were going to be wearing yoga pants and have one of these man buns. <laughs> and I said, Bruce, I said, if your cardiologist was coming over, you wouldn't think that. And the whole thing is legitimate meditation is no different. A TM teacher is no different than a cardiologist. A professional delivering a medically sound um, tool to live a better life. And do you think someone older can learn they this love and change it. their brain? I mean, yes, there's a lot of yes, talk about yes, neuro, yes. neuroplasticity. Plus, love it. Older people can do it. As a matter of fact, they often have more time to do it. They love it because we live as we get older with that sort of growing sense of anxiety and un unease and we can't get we can't self-medicate it away so this is just something that an older person can learn and and adopt and it has a very profound change so anyone can learn it we're actually doing a study this is for people further along the effects of TM on pre-onset Alzheimer's. Oh, really? Yes, because okay. stress and anxiety either can be a causal factor or exacerbate symptoms of sure. Alzheimer's. So sure. we're doing that. I'm working with Michael J. Fox on a study on TM and Parkinson's because it because anxiety exacerbates Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. So so many same with breast cancer. So mm -hmm. many different areas. How how can people find out more about your book and about about your work? Well, they can they, they can get the book on uh, Amazon.com, or they can strengthen stillness, or they can go to their local bookstore. It's published by Simon and Schuster. They can go to tm.org okay. to find out about the a teacher nearest them. And uh, I would just say, explore it, look into it. You know, no one should force you to do anything. I'm not going to I'm not going to say you should do this. I'm going to say look into it understand it. If it's something that's relevant, if you think it's something that's valuable, learn it. If you don't like it, stop. And if you do like it, keep doing it. So, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, there you have it. Time to go meditate. For more information on Transcendental Meditation, visit tm.org. And for more on the David Lynch Foundation, please see davidlynchfoundation.org. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to the Washington State Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This program is copyrighted by AARP and all rights are reserved. Thanks for listening and see you next time.